How is life at this very moment in time? Uh, great, and I also hope that the listeners' life is so great. Okay. So great. <laughs> Come in, shut the door. Wait. Shut the door, shut the door. We rolling? We yeah. rolling, guys? We are, we are rolling. We are rolling. Welcome to the studio. Okay, here we go. Sonny, you want to tell um, Avi here what uh, I think what the number one rule of the podcast is? Uh, You need a nickname. I need a nickname. You need a nickname. That's okay. right. You need a privacy boy's name. This is the Privacy Boys podcast. Hello. From the WhatsApp bio. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I have a uh, suggestion. Okay. Ofster. Ofster. Okay. That's my fine. Ofster. I like Ofster. I like that. Ofster. We'll rhymes, we'll rhymes with lobster. That's, that's what Kayla said. Okay. Or mobster. Mobster, yeah, we like that. Mobster, lobster, ofster. We like that. There you go. There we go. I love it. All right. Um, for the listeners, um, lob, ofster. Lobster, mobster, is my nephew. Yeah, yeah. Um, we uh, my cousin. And we're very excited that you're here. We're and he's I'm like so excited. A six five or something. Six five, yeah. Uh, Sunny bunk bed. What? Can you explain to the listeners? Hello, listeners. How hello, are you? Hello. Can you explain to the listeners to Obster what our plan is today? Our plan is having a role model bracket. Brackets. If right. you didn't hear, I said we're going to have a role model bracket. That's right. March Madness style. And... Uh, but it's only 16. It's only 16. Only it's not, not like 64. It's not 60. We're not going through 64 role models. We're not saying that there aren't 64 role models. But... We're, we have. Th- th- we're not saying there's not thirty-two role models. We just. Well, it it will be a too long episode for for the uh, uh, unnecessary foghorn edition. It would be unnecessary role models, I think, yeah. if we had sixty-four role models. Unnecessary. Yeah. So unnecessary. So role we, models. We had a very, very scientific process of choosing which role models oh, really? made the list. Yes. Uh, yes, we did. Yeah. Um, that, that is why. That's why <laughs> I won't we go had, into. That's why we had a, well, we couldn't record the podcast, so that's why. Well, we yeah. had a lot of holidays. There were, well, well, we'll get to it. I see you peeking. I see you peeking. I see you. Yeah. The, the really scientific process involved a lot of research, but it did. Yeah. I think we were we delayed did. for a week because I did, I did want to research them. And I'm very excited. Um, I have randomly chosen the order that they are appearing in. Okay. The so seating? We, the seating. Exactly. Nice. Good addition. Okay. So should we just jump in here? Let's, let's jump in. Okay. Let's go. Um, all right. So... Uh, I have a crayon here. Wait, for, just, that's good enough. I just wanted to ask if Avi it, just wants to say anything or anything. Pastor, want to say anything? Um, yeah. I'm all the way from New York. Okay. Came okay. out 3,000 miles just for the podcast. Great. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. Wow. That's Thanks. the only reason why I'm here. I mean, it's it's a shame that we don't have technology that you, like <laughs> we can like 
phones or Zoom calls or anything. You have to fly in here. A radio guest. There could be a radio guest at some point. Yeah. I, I appreciate your dedication here. Well, at least. You, you got to have dedication to, the, to your craft. Have you ever been on a podcast before? I have not been on a podcast. No. No. Uh, well. So first. So first. Okay. So first. First, first, first. Ready to rock and roll? I'm ready. Welcome. Okay. Let's rock and roll. Welcome. Rock okay. All right. The first matchup that we have here, okay? Paul Farmer. I don't know what that is. I'm going to explain versus Frida Kahlo. Oh, my. You guys okay. I'm going to explain to you. I don't know how to see them. Oh, oh Sonny, do you want to explain? I went yeah. to uh, Frida Kahlo, whatever. Kahlo or whatever. Kahlo. Kahlo. Yeah. Um, museum. So that's why I know. That's right. To answer your question, obviously. They had here in Israel, they had a Frida Kahlo art exhibit, and Sunny was there. Yeah. She's because the teachers went on strike, and they didn't have school, and Kayla and I had tickets, and we're like, well, we just have to bring the kids to the art exhibit. So we learned a lot about Frida Kahlo that day. I'll, I'll start with her, okay? And I have a lot of amazing stories, not too long, for each of these people. Frida Kahlo, okay? She... Was a she was born in Mexico, okay? Yeah. Oh, you want me to speak up? Sorry. She was born in Mexico. She got polio. She was diagnosed with polio at the age of six, Ooh. and then she got into a car, a traffic accident. She was hit by a car when she was a teenager, and so she lived with a lot, a lot of pain. She couldn't really walk, and she can only paint. Yes, she had these dreams of becoming a doctor that she had to give up because. She got sick and she got into these car accidents. But did she give up? No. Did she say, I'm not going to do anything with my life because I got into a car accident and I have like chronic pain and I can't sleep at night? No. Instead, she turned all of that emotion into art and she painted these beautiful things and she became world famous for her paintings. Live in life. Live in life. There you go. Okay. Bad eyes. She's Jewish. She is not Jewish. She is. Um, uh, I believe she was Christian. Oh, yeah, and definitely not Jewish. Yeah. I no. I right. I think you know she was uh, just of the Christian faith, and uh, a very prominent uh, figure in Mexico. Oh well. Wow. Okay. But world famous. World famous. She yeah. is battling against Dr. Paul Farmer. He was born in Massachusetts. Shout out to Mass. Um. And he moved, wait, was he born or he lived in Massachusetts? Maybe he was born in Florida. He lived in a school bus with his family growing up, really? okay? He was not oh a wealthy my. man, Dr. Paul Farmer was. Went to medical school, became a doctor, and he had a choice, okay? Sometimes in life you have choices, right? Like, what should I do in life? He decided that he was going to help out the poor people in Haiti and... He went to Haiti and he realized they don't have any medicine over there. Oh my. So he dedicated his life to going back and forth from America to Haiti to setting up hospitals and clinics and bringing medicine there. Yeah, I've heard about this guy. And he started schools and hospitals and he treated the poor people in Haiti for tuberculosis and eventually treated this his model for how to like set up hospitals was set up all over the world, in, all, in a ton of poor countries. Did, either I'm thinking of another guy, but didn't he go in, 
like this little hospital van from Haiti to America. Well, you can't take a hospital van from Haiti to America unless it floats on water or if it flies in the air. Okay, then I'm thinking of a another guy. Okay. So because anyway, the exact same story happened to him, but he sort of had a floating van or so, whatever. So, so he... Yeah, yeah, that is probably a not... A floating this. van guy. Like the van just like... Uh, no, no, maybe it wasn't to America. It was like from Hades to somewhere else. Okay. Floating van. All right, so first matchup, <laughs> Frida Kahlo versus Paul okay. Farmer. What do you guys think? Oh, my God, this is hard. Mm, okay. Uh, talk well, it out, talk it out. Well, with three people, it, well, there, there can no, not be any tie, so. I'll be the tiebreaker vote, so I think both you and Ofster should uh, cap the vote. Paul Farmer. I agree. I could second that. Oh, okay. There's Paul, no tie. Paul no tie. No tie. Paul. I'll second the Paul Farmer. Paul Farmer. Did a lot of chesed. There you go. A lot of chesed. A lot of Let's translate chesed for those who don't speak Hebrew. We have a lot of non-Hebrew. Most of our listeners are non-Hebrew listeners. Non-Hebrew speaking. Neither, neither am I. That translate. <laughs> that means kindness. Yes. Okay, so Paul Farmer dancing uh, to, the the round, to the second round. The lead eight. The lead eight, that's right. Okay, second matchup. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Mehdi Saidi. Okay, let me tell you a little bit about him. He is a... He was born... This is for our Iranian listeners. Okay, we have a lot of listeners in, from Iran. Shout out to you guys from Iran. Shout out, shout out. Shout out, we appreciate you. Do. He was born in Tehran, which is the capital city of Iran, in 1979. He works in Iran and in the United States as a graphic designer. Oh, oh. He was, this is what I've read about him. I don't know how this is true, but this is what I've read. That he was the first designer to shape Arabic letters into different forms and use them in graphic design. So he would take like Arabic letters and like make pictures out of them. And he is a world famous graphic designer, considered one of the most influential graphic designers in recent times. Okay. Um, he was able to see things. So this is me editorializing now, but he was able to see things that nobody saw when he was looking at these letters. And now people see the world in a different way because of him. Okay. Wow. Okay. He is going against Paul Newman. Ooh. Have you ever heard of the Paul. actor? Another the Paul. actor. Very good, Obster. Yes. Yes. But another Paul. not just another Paul. That's right, our second Paul of the bracket. Are you making Paul Newman? Um, he was not just an actor. Let me tell you something about Paul Newman. Paul yeah. Newman has he an amazing life. Wait, I think we have yes. a Paul in our family. We do have a Paul. So shout out to him if he's... Listening. Um, Paul just got engaged. Shout out to oh, wow. shout out to Paul that just got engaged. Mazalto. Yes. Mazalto. Okay, Paul Newman, you're right. He does have a company that makes dressings and sauces and ketchups and all salsa and things like that. Did you know that a hundred percent of the proceeds from that company goes to charity? Oh a hundred? 
Minus taxes, but yes, 100 minus taxes. <laughs> but it's not going to him is the point. Yeah, 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 it's not exactly. going to him. It's just he has a company that sells millions of dollars oh, that, worth of, that, of that food. Is, that is chesed right there. That is a lot of kindness. That so is let me tell you a little bit about Paul Newman, okay? He was born in Shaker Heights, Ohio. And I say that because we have cousins that live in Shaker Heights, Ohio. Actually, we do. Well, well uh, from uh, Kayla's side. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Paul Newman... Uh, considered himself Jewish, actually. Oh, wow. He wow. went to the Navy. He was in the Navy in World War II. Okay. Um, he wanted to be a fighter pilot, but they discovered that he was colorblind. Raise your hand if you're colorblind. Now, you can't see because you are audio blind listeners, but Sonny Bunkbed is raising his hand. Yeah, I am. Paul Newman became an actor, became one of the most famous and awarded, decorated actors of all time. He has won an Oscar, which is like the highest honor you can get as an, as an actor. I know what he was called. nominated for an Oscar in five different decades. So I he's been an actor for like, he was an actor, he's not alive anymore, but he, he was an amazing actor for like 50 years. Um, not only that, he directed his own movies too. He was also the voice of Doc in the movie Cars, which Wait. you've seen. Okay, I've seen that. Um, That's a good I told you about his food company. And also, he liked to race cars. And he... So that's why... So the movie is solved. That's why he was... The, he was stuck. That's why, that's why, that's why. Have you ever heard of the race? The 24-hour race in Le Mans? In Le Mans, I think it's in France, and I might be mispronouncing it. Sorry to all the French speakers out there. Le Mans. It is a race that goes for 24 hours straight. It starts at, at in the morning, and it goes all the way until the next morning. Paul Newman, who was not a race car driver by trade, he came in second place in that race. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Slow down. Actually... Well, he can't slow down. He's a race car driver. Okay, nice, 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 nice. Yes, but actually, yes. This in, in one of the most famous, most prestigious races in the world. Still, Paul Newman, the actor. Yeah, they do it every year. The twenty-four hour race in Le Mans. Um, wow. If you want to see a good movie about the that, not Paul Newman's race, but the twenty-four hour race, the movie Ford versus Ferrari. Um, is centered around the um, the 24-hour race in Le Mans. Um, anyways. Anyways, yeah. Yes, so that's Paul Newman. And, and I told you, and I think the most impressive thing for him is that he started this food company and then just said, I don't want any of the money, just give it all to charity. So, Paul Newman versus Mehdi Saidi. Oh, okay. Who do you guys got? You gotta go Paul Newman. I was actually with him on that. Oh, we got another Paul. Paul! Uh, it's a maybe it's, it's a Paul bracket. Paul bracket. I wonder if the finals is gonna be Paul. Just all Pauls Paul. all day? Okay, we're gonna move on. We're gonna Paul move on. Alright, we got some ground to cover here. Okay. Paul. Here we got we got a big matchup here, okay? We got. You're ready for this. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay. Mother Teresa. Oh, no. Okay. Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa, okay? She was a Catholic nun from Albania. Oh. She lived in 1910 to 1997. Oh. And she 
lived among the poor people and helped a lot, a lot of poor people, um, taking care of them, trying to get them food, helping them when they're sick and dying. And a lot of people in these really poor countries, when they were sick and dying, no one wanted to take care of them. And she would go in and take care of the sick and dying people. Well, well, uh, well, we have to listen to the other one, too. This is, okay, I just want to read you uh, a quote from Mother Teresa of the people that she tried to help, okay? The hungry, the naked, the homeless, the crippled, the blind, the lepers, all those people who feel unwanted, unloved, uncared for throughout society, people that have become a burden to society and are shunned by everyone. Those are the people that she tried to help. So that's Mother Teresa, okay? And the other, and she is going against, this is one that I came up with as a role model because I was researching all these famous people and you're like, oh yeah, all these famous people, right? But what about the people that you see working just like in the grocery stores, right? They go to work every day. They provide for their the families. Yeah, listen, they provide for their families. Maybe it's not the thing that they wanted to do with their life, but, you know, they're, they have people that need that rely on them, and they're taking care of them, you know? They're doing what they can to put bread on the table for their families. There's something to be said that those people are also role models, not just the really famous people. What do you think about that? About all the essential workers. The essential workers, exactly. Uh, okay, this is this is a hard one. This is a hard one. Hard one. Uh, I'll be the tiebreaker on this. I think one thing that I've heard about Mother Teresa that I, when I was reading this, that I liked is that she actually had some doubts about her faith, but she still that didn't affect the things that she did for other people. So, like, even if you're like not sure about something, doesn't mean you should just give up on good things. Okay, so I'll be the tiebreaker on this one. No, I need your vote. I I'll your... be the tiebreaker on this one. Uh, I'm the tiebreaker. I need your vote. Uh, you. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Mother Teresa. Go the essential workers. Uh, officers go on the essential workers. Okay, okay, sons, you're the tiebreaker. I was with the essential workers. Okay. Wow, I think that's the first. That's the first ups, upset. I think of the of the bracket. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe there's no Central like... workers. Okay. All right. Next matchup. We okay. got Johnny Appleseed. All right. Now, really? here's the thing. Who's that? Who's that, right? I didn't know that Johnny Appleseed was actually a real guy. He's actually a real guy, okay? He was born in 1774 and lived till 1845, okay? So this is early America, okay? Johnny Appleseed walked barefoot across... Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, parts of Ontario, Canada, planting apples and spreading the word of God. All right? Famous stories about Johnny Appleseed. Didn't like to hurt animals, and so much so that he didn't even like to kill mosquitoes. He Okay, that, that is too much. <laughs> he once slept outside in the snow... So he wouldn't have to disturb sleeping animals. So it was like freezing cold outside. And they're like, Johnny, 
go sleep in this cave. And he's like, no, there's a, a bear sleeping in the cave. I don't want to wake the bear up. So he slept outside because he didn't want to disturb the animals. Some say that he had a pet wolf that befriended him after he uh, took care of its injured leg. And planted, famously, his name, Johnny Appleseed, planted thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of apple trees throughout America. That is, that is, well, well. Okay, who is he against? You love it. I mean, I, do you love it or do you not love it? I love it. What about you? Really? You gotta like Johnny Appleseed, you know? You gotta love Johnny Appleseed. Johnny Chapman. Johnny Chapman. Oh, I see you, yeah. I see you Googling. Yeah. I see you Googling. Nice. Exactly. You're like, I think he's pulling a fast one on me. I'm not sure this guy. Yeah, you're right. His name is John John Chapman. He really existed. He really existed. That was a fake. Okay, going against Chiaki Mukai, mm. who was born in 1952 in Japan. She was a doctor, a surgeon in Japan. She healed a lot of people, taught a lot of Japanese students, and then after practicing medicine for like 20 years, became an astronaut. Oh, wow. And went into okay. space two times. She spent like 23 days in, in the, space. She was in the space. first Japanese woman in space. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I, oh, I, okay. Never Japan, I never oh. thought Japan would go to space. Yeah, they've got, yeah. Japanese uh, astronauts have gone to space, yeah. I'm going to go with Chiaki. Okay, Oster's going Chiaki. Chiaki's my pick. No, it's your it's your vote. Appleseed. Oh, wow. wow. Okay, so I'm the tiebreaker. There we go. <laughs> Who's advancing to the elite eight? Ooh, that's... I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Chiaki. Chiaki. Oh. I gotta tell you why. I love Johnny Appleseed. I love the idea of walking barefoot planting apples. But I think the idea that you can like have a whole life of like I'm gonna do this thing. I'm gonna study medicine. I'm gonna help all these people. And then like when you're like. You know, my age, you're like suddenly like, right, instead of being like, ah, I'm going to just coast and go easy, you're like, I'm going to become an astronaut. I love that. I think that's awesome. Oh, Chiaki Mukai. Chiaki Mukai. Okay, we got two sports characters coming up next, okay? Oh, okay. There we go. There we go. There now, this, the seating was random, okay? MJ and, but and it MJ. just turned out that, uh, that they went up against each other. All right. We got Roberto Clemente next. That's a good one. Let me tell you about Roberto Clemente. I don't think Sonny's ever heard of Roberto Clemente. I think, uh, Obster, you're familiar with his story. Let me tell you. Roberto Clemente was born in 1934 in Puerto Rico. Okay? He was loading trucks in Puerto Rico. But it turns out he was an amazing baseball player. And he... Let me tell you the story. He came to America. People are like, this guy's legit. So a team goes up to him and says, hey, Roberto, I'm going to give you $10,000, which at the time in the 30s is like, I don't know, you know, $30 million or something. They said, Roberto, I'm going to give you $10,000 you come play for the Brooklyn Dodgers or whatever team it was. I think it was the Brooklyn Dodgers at the time. And then another team went up to him and he said, you know what? Wow, that's a lot of money. Fine. Deal. And he gave his word. Then another team came up to him like two weeks later and said, Roberto, I'll give you $30,000 if you play with us. That's like a... Which is like... 90000 Like way more. And he's like, wait a minute, what do I do? Which team do I, which team should I play for? What, which team was it? I think it was like the Boston Braves or something oh, at the time. Boston. I could be getting the teams a little mixed up, but you know what Roberto said? Roberto said, I'm going to go, I gave my word to the first team 
that I'm going to play for them and I'm going to honor my word even though it costs me millions of dollars um, in making that decision. Think about that. He ended up playing, he ended up becoming one of the greatest baseball players to ever play the game of baseball. Okay, won two World Series, four batting titles, 12 gold gloves, an MVP, 3,000 hits. Amazing. A superstar. Did you actually? But not only that, in the offseason, he would go back to Puerto Rico, go back to South America, go, go, to the, go to the Caribbean and bring, like, equipment to play baseball. He brought food and supplies to help the poor people out in those places. Tragically, in 1972, I think, there was an earthquake in Nicaragua. And Roberto said, you know what? I'm going to help all these people in Nicaragua. I'm going to get a bunch of supplies that they need, put them on a plane, and send them there. But what happened was there was some corrupt people in power in Nicaragua at the time. And when the planes got there, they stole the equipment for themselves. And Roberto said, that's not right. I'm going to do it again, but this time I'm going to go on the plane. That way I'll make sure that this stuff gets there. And the plane crashed in the Atlantic Ocean and he died at a very young age. What What age? I think he was 37, 38. About somewhere around there, yeah. That's sad. Towards the end of his career, but he was still very okay. good. Versus. Retired with exactly 3,000 hits. Mm -hmm. exactly. Versus Kurt Warner. Oh, the grocery store show. That's right. Oh, another. The guy from the grocery store. Literally the guy from the grocery store. Nice one. That's how you were saying it was to be Kurt Warner. Oh, my God. So Kurt Warner, okay? Listen about Kurt Warner. This story is amazing. That's wild. Kurt Warner played football in college, and he's like, I'm good enough. I know I'm good enough to play professionally in the NFL, the best league in the world. But no team wanted him. He said, listen, let me play for you guys. Hey, it's right there. The NFL, that's right. I'm wearing a jersey right now. Not a Kurt Warner, but it's okay. Um, he, he said, can I play for you guys? And they said, nah, Kurt, you're not good enough. Four years he went without playing in the NFL. He went to work in a grocery store. He was stocking cans of beans and, and bags of rice in a grocery. Okay, And he said in his heart, he's like, I know. I'm in a grocery store, but I know I could play in the NFL. And he's like, I'm going to try again. Okay? And he came, he went again, he tried again, and they said, fine, you know what? Come, you're okay. You'll come, you'll be a backup quarterback. You're not going to play, whatever. If something happens, start starting quarterback. Then what happened was he was playing, he was, he, the starting quarterback got injured, and they said, oh, all right, Kurt, you're, you're the next man up. You got to play. And he took the field. And he led that team to, he, he won, like, uh, he, he led the greatest offense in the NFL to that the point. The greatest show on turf. The greatest show on turf, they called it. He won the Super Bowl that year. And he became a the, Hall of Fame MVP. quarterback. He's an MVP, yeah. Um, so when people tell you, you know what, you can't do it, you can't do it. If you know in your heart that you can do it, just remember Kurt Warner. The guy in the grocery the guy, store. The, the guy from the grocery The essential worker. All right. Roberto Clemente versus Kurt Warner. Oh, God. Clemente. There we go. Lobster's going Clemente. Clemente. Warner? 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 You're going Warner? Yeah, Warner. I'm going with Kurt Warner. Wow. I'm yes! going with Kurt Warner. Interesting. Okay. I love the Kurt Warner story. It's just like... Interesting. 
I mean, he was in a grocery store. He, he was stocking cans of shells, and he's like, I could play in the NFL. Maybe, maybe it's okay. essential workers versus one essential worker. All right. All right. All right. Got a few more matchups here, okay? I'm going to try to get through these. Okay. Oscar, how you doing on time? We good, we good, we good. You're good? 20 minutes. Okay. All right. We're going we're gonna to power through. All right. Next matchup. We got Harriet Tubman, very famous U.S. figure. Harriet Tubman, Sonny, was born a slave, okay? I, I only heard the last name Tubman because something, like, because I heard, because tub is, is another way of, say, of saying bathtub, so yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah a tub is a bathtub. Have you ever heard the story of Harriet Tubman, though? No. Let me. All right. Let me tell you the story. It's an amazing story, Sonny. Okay. She was nicknamed Moses. Uh, now, when you think of Moses, right, or in Hebrew you say Moshe, right? Yeah. That's right. Moshe led. Moses led the Jewish slaves out of Egypt. Harriet Tubman was herself born a slave. Okay, and she escaped, and she fled to the north where. Uh, there wasn't slavery, but she didn't just say, oh, I'm free, I'm okay, I'm gonna take care of myself. No, you know what she did? She helped slaves escape from slavery, and she risked her life to help other slaves. That is the- 13 yeah. times she went down and, and, and created what is and now known as the Underground, underground. Railroad. Yeah. And, and she- well, yes, Apparently. metaphorically, yes, booted Pharaoh's butt, exactly. There you go. Pharaoh here being the, uh, the slave owners in the, in the south uh, of America. And not only that, not only did she lead 13 missions of slaves out, but in the Civil War, she became the first woman to lead an armed expedition. She led a bunch of people to raid a fort that was being held, and she was like a war hero. And she freed 700 people in that, that raid. Is, that is the story of Moses in girl form. Yeah, that's right. In America. In America. That's right. That's right. That is right. So that's Harriet Tubman. She's going against Golda Meir. Oh, 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 okay. Prime Minister. The fourth Prime Minister of Israel. Yeah, she, uh, she made... Oh, hold on. Hold on. Pause for the cause. Uh, Golda Meir. Okay, Golda Meir moved to Israel from the United States. You know what city in America Golda Meir was living in? Do you know? I'll New York! No, Milwaukee. Yeah, she lived in Milwaukee. Oh, um, uh, does anybody here know what Milwaukee is? It's a city in Wisconsin. It's in Wisconsin. There's a Chavetz Chaim there. Yeah, there sure. Very yeah, famously. Um... <laughs> She was the first woman leader of any country in the Middle East. Really? Yeah. Um, and that's the matchup. Harriet Tubman, Golda Meir. Okay. I go Harriet Tubman. Got it. Tubman! Yeah. Tubman! Yeah. All right. Delete Sorry, Golda. We do respect you, but Harriet yeah. Tubman is uh, just, a, just a great story. Um, and a great role model. Right? Great role model. should be named Tubman. Okay. Next matchup. Yumi Ishikawa. There's a law. There are a lot of um, laws or companies in Japan are very formal. 
Sure. And they have like dress codes, like mandatory dress codes. And there are a lot of dress companies in Japan that say that women have to wear high heels. You know what high heels are? Yep. Like those, like those shoes. Um, but men can wear like regular shoes or sneakers. Okay. Now Yumi Shikawa is a woman who's like. Can they wear sandals? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. But it's not Israel. Right, it's not Israel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So she sent out a tweet one day, and she she sent a tweet, and she basically was like, "Guys, this isn't fair. Like, I gotta wear these high heels." She was working in a funeral parlor. Okay, she was just like a random woman. Okay, she's working in a funeral parlor. She's like, "My feet are killing me," and I look at like my friend over there. He's wearing sneakers. Like, what the heck? This isn't fair. And that tweet became so popular that people are like, whoa, she has a point. And she started a petition. She got thousands of people to join her petition. And it now is being discussed at like the highest governmental levels in Japan. The ministers in the government are discussing like, wait a minute, are these dress codes legal? Like, is this something that we, you know, maybe we're not treating these women fairly in making them wear these high heels when the men can wear comfortable shoes. And to me, there are a lot of things I love about the story, but I love that you can really make change with one tweet. There you You're go. the it's only true. one with that. Uh... It takes one little step up. <laughs> there you uh, go. Yeah, you're the only one who knows Twitter. Okay, so she is going against the sub score Sadie. Welcome back. She is going against Tall Brody. Oh my. Now, I know what Tall Brody is. Do you, okay, but do you know the story of Tall Brody? Oscar, do you know the story of Tall Brody? I don't. You have to hear this story, okay? Another sports character. Yeah. Tall Brody was born in 1943 in New Jersey, okay? Yeah. He went to the University of Illinois, and he was one of the greatest basketball players in the country. So much so, he entered the NBA draft, and he was drafted number 12 overall in the NBA. And he's like, this is great. I'm going to become an NBA star, right? I'm going to become a, a world-famous basketball player. But that summer, he decided to go to Israel to play in the Maccabi Games, which we were just telling yeah. you about. I think so. Um, I think that's what it was. He, came, he, he came to Israel for a visit, and he loved it so much that he decided that he wasn't going to join the NBA, and instead, he was going to join Maccabi Tel Aviv, the uh, basketball team here. And he gave up millions and millions of dollars, or thousands and thousands of dollars, to do that. But, but now he is... Hold on, Ole, you're skipping. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Hold on. But, oh God, why can't I skip? No, go ahead, skip, go. Uh, say what you want to say. But now, he actually made the right choice because now he is the number one basketball player in Israel. He he Not is anymore. a... No, well, he is a national hero. Let me explain what happened, okay? So he decides to come and play for Tel Aviv. Not only that, not only that, you think, oh, okay, he's just an athlete. No. He comes, he plays basketball in Israel. Then the United States goes to war in Vietnam. He joins the U.S. military... Signs up for the U.S. military, does his army service in America, comes back to Israel, does army service in Israel also. So he's served two, ar two armies, very selfless guy, 
goes back to playing basketball. Then he plays in the most famous basketball game in Israel's history, okay, which is in the Euro Championships in 1977. Israel was playing Russia in the championship game. This is like the equivalent of the Miracle on Ice game in the, U in the United States for Israel because Russia was this powerhouse, and at the time, Russia didn't have diplomatic relations with Israel, and they were just funding Israel's enemies at the time. And Israel was a huge underdog in the game. And Israel ended up winning the game thanks to Tal Brody, who was the star player on the team. The Wait. whole country watched the game. There was only one TV channel at the time in Israel, and it was playing that game. So the whole country saw the game and saw Tal Brody beat Russia. Ha, ha. Where well, was it? 19 what? 1977. Sorry to all our Russian listeners. And he had also, after the game, the post-game interview, he has one of the most famous quotes in, Israel, in Israeli history. Um, someone stuck a microphone in front of him after the game. And, and he, he said, said, we're on the map and we're going to stay on the map. Not just in sports, but in everything. That's a famous quote in Israel. Well, and guess which city Tal Brody lives in today? Netanya? Netanya, yeah. that's right. Oh, wow, 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 wow. So some but, guess, but guess, there's two tall brodies. Yeah, so there's actually another tall brody. There's another tall brody, like, <laughs> That lives in Netanya so that we know, also. There's a tall, tall brody, like, up there. No, you met him. You met him when tall you were there. Tall like, up there. Okay, tall brody versus uh, Yumi Ishikawa. Tall brody. Tall brody. Tall Brody because for because he is famous hero and also and also one more thing he's right up there. Oh, we do one more. We do one more. One do one more. Oh, then we gotta we gotta just do the winners, which will go quickly. Actually, Are you in a rush? You in a rush? Tall Brody is actually. Like crazy rush. Okay, we're Tal, almost done. We're almost done. Tall Brody is listen is gonna listen to this. Okay, let me. There's a tall Brody up there that lives. We got one more matchup, guys. One more matchup, and then we can, you know, we're not going to do all the stories over again. So then we'll just help. Uh, we'll pick a winner, okay? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Helen Keller, okay? Helen Keller. I'm not skipping. I'm not skipping. We're going to do the whole bracket. We're Don't doing worry. The whole bracket. Okay. We're doing the whole thing. Helen Keller, okay? Deaf and blind before she oh, was I, two. I know. I know the. I know. Wait, the... but just take one moment. Just take one moment to close your eyes and, cl and and plug up your ears and imagine, try imagining what it must be like to not be able to see and hear. Now imagine... Yeah, that's hard. Imagine that your entire life. She could have easily quit and done nothing with her life, but instead she... Learned how to read. She learned how to communicate. She graduated college, wrote 14 books, worked for the American Foundation for the Blind for decades, taught people how to prevent blindness in kids because something that happened to her when she got infected in her eyes, she taught people how to, taught doctors how to prevent that and saved so many babies from becoming blind. Um, just an amazing, amazing person. Um, versus Mahatma Gandhi. Um, also, I, I can't do justice to Gandhi in, in such a short amount of space, but I'll try. He was born 1869, lived till 1948. At the time, the British Empire controlled India, okay? And similar to how the British Empire controlled Israel, 
before Israel got its independence. And so uh, the British were not treating the Indian people fairly. They were taxing them. It was very bad conditions. People were getting sick and they were poor. Gandhi lived in South Africa, actually, for 21 years, then came back to India, and he began organizing people to fight the British. But you know what was unique about Gandhi? He fought... When you think about fighting, what do you think about? Mm, let's see. I think about killing people and killing people and sadly killing your people. Gandhi, they're a good answer, but Gandhi's idea was that there's another way to fight people. You can fight people not by using violence, through non-violence. He told people, listen, when the British people come and beat you up, don't fight back. And people said, you're crazy. That's never going to work. But that's what would happen. He'd have hundreds and thousands of people would come and they would protest and the British people would come and beat them and then they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't fight. They would disobey the laws that were unfair, but they would not fight. They wouldn't hurt people and they would not kill people. And it worked. He... He once described it as instead of fighting with physical power, you fight with soul power. It's like fighting physical power with soul power, which I thought was, or physical force with soul force. Like soul as in like your, your spiritual soul, which I thought was a really nice way of putting it. And fighting love and fighting hate with love. I'm picking him. I'm with him. Love Helen Keller versus Mahatma Gandhi. I pick Helen Keller. And you pick... Sonny picks <coughs> Gandhi. I'm going to pick... Here we go. Here's the thing about Gandhi that I thought was very interesting. We think of these things now, these ideas now, as sort of these, like, American ideas of, like... Or, like, hippie ideas. But, like, yeah. he was a Hindu. Like, he came from an Eastern country. And... He did the fasting thing also, right? Yes, he, yeah. he went on hunger strikes. That's yeah. another way of protesting without hurting anyone. He was like, I'm not going to eat food. And that was a way of getting attention, getting the world's attention on it. And they're saying, hey, hey, what's going on over there? It's not right what you're doing. These people aren't even fighting back and you're beating them and arresting them. And the world started paying more attention and putting pressure on Great Britain to do something different. Um, and he eventually won. He eventually won. India got its independence. Um, that's a very short blurb. I'm going to go Gandhi. Going to go Gandhi. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So now we got to, you've heard all the stories. It's about, you know, all the stories that I have. Um, wish I could say more about all of that. But now we got we to gotta go forth on the bracket, okay? Going back to the beginning. Are you guys ready? Yeah. You ready, Bunkbed? Paul, the Battle of the Pauls, okay? Second round. Are we ready for the second round? We're ready. We're ready. Paul Farmer versus Paul Newman. Okay. Speak up. Newman. But say why. I want to hear why. Tell me, or just tell me something that like stands out, that like you really feel makes them a, 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 an amazing role model. Their last name. <laughs> ah, never mind, never mind. <laughs> I wasn't actually going to pick that. I was going to pick Pharma. Why I was picking it is because he worked so hard, so hard, just, he 
people. Just to make things better. And that is why I'm picking him. Period. Okay. I second that. All right. Wow. Okay. He's got that chesed. He's got that chesed. Paul Farmer. He got that <laughs> Farmer goes going on to there the, you go. the final four. All right. We got. Oh, God. The guy from the grocery store. Not Kurt Warner, but the guy from the grocery store versus Chiaki Mukai, the Japanese doctor, a surgeon turned astronaut. Grocery store people. The essential workers. The essential workers. The essential workers. The essential workers. You know, when I wrote the the topic, I wasn't even thinking about like essential workers, but I love it. I love it. The so. essential workers have been are in the. Okay. Or in the third round. We got see, Kurt Warner. I think, I, I think it may be it may be farmer versus well, I would have went Chiaki there, but I'm outvoted. Alright, we got Kurt Warner versus Harriet Tubman. 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 I gotta go. I mean I love Kurt Warner, but you like but like Harriet Tubman is like, uh You love Kurt Warner, but Harriet Tubman, Tubman. she risked her life. Yeah. Like Dozens of times. I mean, that's uh. I think that might be grocery or farmer versus tub man or something. All right, and the last matchup of the second round, Tall Brody versus Gandhi. Who's Gandhi? Ah, I'm getting getting fear. I know Gandhi. I go Tall Brody. I am going with Gandhi. More relatable wow. to the younger generation. Oh, this is a Brody. tough one. You're putting this one on me. You know that Tal Brody, the other Tal Brody, is a listener of this podcast now? Uh, yes, I do. Shout out Tal Brody. Shout out. Woo-woo. And Ayala. Yeah, yeah, shout out. Um, wow, so are you really, you're putting this one on me? You're putting Tal Brody versus Gandhi on me? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. I mean, here's the thing. This is what, this is one thing I'm thinking about, okay? The point of the bracket is, like, role models, right? And it's like... <laughs> what? Get out of this conversation. Let's just move on. We're putting the pressure on you. I got the pressure. I'm explaining my reasoning. Keep the Can pressure. Can I explain my reasoning of my okay. answer, okay? It's a role model bracket, okay? I think a role model is like... Yeah. Someone that you can look to and you can be like, I can I can emulate that person. I can be like that person, right? And like, I think of like your life story, my life story, right? Like coming from the United States, moving to Israel, sort of American, sort of Israeli, both, you know, doing both things. I think that, you know, seeing someone who had all of that and still made a bunch of selfless decisions, you know, is someone that can be like a really great role model, like that you can apply that so, to your life. Stop. On the other hand, you have Gandhi. I mean, how do you go against Gandhi? It's Gandhi. So. Oh my God. Pressure. I can't believe you're doing this to me. You just that watch. Oh man. Check out the watch. Ah, you're killing me. You're killing me. Listen, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go with Tal Brody. 
I'm going just be, just for just because this is a bracket for the privacy boys. Like I feel like for like the world role model, I I'd say Gandhi is a better role model for the world, but for the privacy boys, I'm gonna go Tal Brody. Okay. I just like final four. You ready for the final four? Okay, we got Paul Farmer versus the guy from the grocery store. The guy from the... Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay. Avi. I'm tiebreaker. I'm tiebreaker on this. No. It's up to you guys. Okay. The essential workers. Without them, you can't live. I gotta say, it's, it's amazing that the guy from the grocery store has come this far. Um... Although I do think that there's a lot to be learned from looking at everyday people and saying like, hey, there's trying to learn things from the everyday things around you is amazing and really important. I'm going to go, though, with Paul Farmer on this go. one. Um, so, Sonny, you are the... Hit up Avi! No, you are the, uh, you're the tiebreaker. Okay. Let me just, like, point there to the essential workers, essential workers. Well, explain your reasoning. Tell the reason, tell us like, why. You look, you see people who made an impact on the world, but you never see, you never see those, pe those people of your everyday life because without them, you can't live. Oh, I love it. Essential workers, man, essential workers. Okay. All right, we got the other Final Four matchup. Harriet Tubman versus Tal Brody. Uh, okay. Avi? I say Tal Brody. You have to be relatable to the younger generation. That's the I more relatable actually, story. Before mm. he said it, that's I was right. actually wanting that's to That's where I stand. When? Before, before he even said this, I was actually thinking Tubman. Wow, why? It, it, he. She. She. He, whatever. She. She was doing the story of motion. The story of motion. And as we say, she was kicking Pharaoh's butt. Kicking. She lived it. I like that she took, like, these principles in the Bible, right? Taking the principle, you read that story, you're like, wow, Moses freed the slaves. But then she took that and she said, you know what? I escaped as a slave. Even I went through the worst things in the world to go through. And she decided, you know what? I also can do my part. She looked around the world and she said, I can do something about that. I can make a change about that. You know, I'm going Harriet Tubman. Boom. Yes! Boom. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, we got our final matchup here. Um, Interruption. Oh, we got final matchup here, okay? Sonny, you're going to be the tiebreaker on this okay. one. Oh, God. All right? Let me... Okay. We got the essential workers. The guy from the grocery store. Versus Harriet Tubman. Okay. Uh, Obster. Obster. Please. No, please. 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 I, I couldn't. I couldn't. You got to. 
I'm just a guest. No, you got to. I you, you got to. You got to. Okay, fine. Dad, you tell you. Um all right. I think you know where I'm going. I know. I think, I think you know where I'm going. I think I know where you're going to go. I do think I know where you're going to go. I think you're going essential workers. I, think I know. There we go. I'm going Harriet Tubman. Oh, God. You're putting this on me? It's sunny. It comes down to sunny bug bed. Well, it, well, comes down. it makes sense because I put you tall birdie versus You gave me tall birdie versus Gandhi. But that wasn't fair. <laughs> I was supposed to take that choice. Final decision, okay? Wait. Look. Speak it out. Speak your truth, Sonny. Dig, dig deep. Dig deep. Think about the role models. Oh, okay. Dig deep. You got. You guys talk. Of you guys can talk. I'm gonna be over here thinking. Sonny needs a minute. I gotta say, I think the essential workers. They. Had, I think they had a hell of a run. I think they. They really. They, they really. Did. Did, they had a great they run. Made it far. They're in the finals. They made it. They're like a. The the, the growth. That's like, like a, a ten like seed. My uh, my baby made it. It's really yeah. It's really like like the twelfth seed. I feel like I'm the one who like uh, projected their. Harry Tubman's Harry Tubman's like a one seed. It's like a one put, versus a twelve. I know. But I put the essential workers into the light. Although Tom Brody was a really dangerous like four seed. You know, he's a dangerous force. Dude. I I almost I Very almost dangerous. went relatable story but to hey the, guys. the youthful generation <sighs> to the immigrants. The immigrants. You know, yeah, I, the Israeli immigrants. I have taken. <laughs> oh, Sonny Bunkbed is back. Speak your truth, my son. Look, without one person, with one person, you you can free a whole a whole slavery, but with but with only like. Twelve people just working. You can't live. What does that and mean? That? What does that mean? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, explain. That was very cryptic. very cryptic. Please explain what you're saying. With with one person. With one person. You can free a whole a whole slave slavery. You can free all the slaves. But but with seven hundred slaves. But with but with just twelve people, you can save. A whole, you can save the entire world if, and you couldn't live without the essential workers. Wow. Wow. Amazing. The guy from the grocery store. <laughs> Winning the role model bracket of 2022. There we go. Woo! Wow. I'm so pumped right now. What an upset. What an upset. Shout out to Harriet Tubman, though. The guy from the grocery store. I mean, listen, I think that is. I think that's an amazing message, though, right? Because it's like. It takes one person to just. to free. to free. people like 100 people. But it takes only 12 people. To save millions of lives. Yeah, I mean that that quote is, you know. Uh, well, I'm copywriting that. You can, you can put that on a T-shirt, I think. I like the idea though of going into a store and seeing people there and being like, you know what, that person could be the greatest role model in history. If you just got to know that person in your grocery store, if you got to know that person. Stocking shelves. That person could be someone that you could mold your entire life around. There you go. Uh, 
essential workers. Woo! There you go. Woo! Let me just dab all over. I mean, like, on some level. Dab all over you. I don't know why you're dabbing over me. Like, what, what is I can't. You said Tubman. Oh, it's because I voted for Tubman. Oh, I see. Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, but I'm very happy with I'm happy with the winner. Like, I think it's I think it's a Thank great you. message. To the Crayola. What? I. Thank you for for the blue green that helped us I determine the the best role model. I mean, obviously, I have blue green. I got two Zoomers with blue me on this green. podcast. Blue okay, green. obviously, the essential workers comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Winner. You're COVID kids. <laughs> that's what we're saying. That's yeah. That's what happens. You see. It takes takes one person to save a hundred people, but it takes twelve people to save millions Boom, of go. lives. There we go. It takes one person. I put them into the light. I. And they they won't shoot through the bracket. That's it. That's it. I for them shout out! Shout out! Kurt Warner, the other guy from the grocery store. Yeah. But still, yeah, yeah, 12 Warner, people yes. to save millions, millions of lives. Kurt Warner was had, had, think about this story, okay? Kurt Warner had an NFL tryout in one of those years when he was trying to make the NFL. And he, he, football Eagles? he got, yeah, and he no, got, you, he got bit yeah. by a spider and couldn't make the tryout. Think about that. Like, you're like, you spend your whole life, you're like, oh, okay, I, I didn't make it, but now I have this tryout. This is my shot. And then you have this freak spider bite accident, and he misses the tryout, and he still didn't give up. I love that story. It's a great story, but takes one person to save a hundred. <laughs> takes one person to save a hundred and go. twelve there people to go. save a million. There you go. Lives. What's the twelve? Explain the. Where does the twelve come from? Uh, well, in most grocery stores, the boat. Well, the most. People in a grocery mm. store that in that are working there is probably that that are just buying and that are just selling stuff, being the cashiers. Yeah. There's probably the most at twelve. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, there are probably twelve employees in an average grocery store. I feel like that, that is, feels about right. Like, that feels about right. <laughs> that actually is a good point. <laughs> I, I like that number. Twelve to save a million. It takes twelve to save a million. There you go. Put sure. that on the t-shirt. Yeah. Dude, Oscar. What good. a pleasure that having you on the pod, man. Pleasure's mine. Now we have to now we have to send send him the t-shirt that we made. Yeah. Oh, your t-shirt? Well we have we have we had a t-shirt from like a couple years ago. Now we gotta print out we gotta print out new ones now. We have to print out one to save hundred, twelve to and save. And we should give them to all the people in the grocery stores. Like we should go to grocery stores and like give out the t-shirts. Yeah. Be like you, are a role model. Guy or girl from the grocery store, you are the role model winner of 2022. There you go. That was good. All right, man. Uh, you need a ride? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Copyright, Sonny. There we go. All right. Uh, sign us out, sons. Um, this is the Privacy Boys with guest. Uh, oh, nickname. Yeah. The Obsters, right? The Obsters. There you go. With there. guest Obster yeah. on the 70... 80th? I think 80th. I think 80th podcast. That was awesome. That was great. And it was a lot of fun. So, bye. Hope you have a great day.